up, what up, what up? It's your girl, Diamond Blaze. I know you're like, this is one inconsistent-ass podcast. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you some straight-up shit. Life don't stop for no one, and neither does time. So whenever I have the time to cater to my audience, I will do so. And, uh, yeah, so I decided to, once again do this segment as I take my journey on to my six to three. Some people may say they're nine to five. For me, I say my six to three. Now, the thought has popped up in my head. I've had um, some recent podcast, not podcast, I had some recent social media posts, you know, about me keeping a relationship under wraps whenever I get into the next one. Some people have been noticing I've been glowing and, and the whole nine and all of that is wonderful. So basically this segment for me is my life so far after divorce. Alright. My life so far after divorce have been it's, it's it's been rocky. I know I've said this before, but I need to elaborate a little bit more. Um as we all know, one party is going to be hurt more than the other. And I probably said this before. If I sound like a broken record, oh, well. <laughs> it's all a part of my journey. It's all a part of, of healing. And it's all a part of accepting my life as is what it is right now. Um, I had to take some time, again, to sit back and look at some things. And I've written six books. That That's a major accomplishment. And I know it's not mainstream worldwide. I know that, but I know it's going to come. I, I know it's going to come. Just like I know that the pitch deck that I had done for my series, I'm just waiting for it to get picked up. I'm waiting for an investor. I'm waiting for, you know, I, I'm just waiting for it. And I'm claiming it because God said whatever I want, make sure I claim it. And I'm claiming that victory. When it's going to come, I don't know. How long it takes, it's just going to be how long it takes. But I'm definitely going to get myself out there a lot more because I deserve it. And I really honestly feel like I need to share my talent that God has given me with the world. So, yes, I'm definitely going to do that. Um, my life after divorce, though, it's only been a year, people. <laughs> it's only been a year. So... I really don't have too much to say on it except for it's still a journey and it is still a healing process, especially for my kids. Um, it took a while for them to get adjusted to the new norm, um, you know, like I've said before, but I can see improvement with them knowing that as long as they can see and feel and know that their parents were there with them unequivocally without condition that they'll be okay and I know that by us as 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 their parents I know we did some really childish immature emotional shit I know we did and it's because we're human and I had to tell my kids constantly, do not look for perfection from us because that's not what we are. We're human beings with a lot of emotion. And in order for us to be good and set that tone in that stage for our kids, we had we we had to go through our own shit, you know? And 
it's okay for your kids to see humanness. I mean, and, and I mean every spectrum and prism of humanness. You know, every emotion, whether it's happiness, sadness, anger, you know, like all emotions, they need to be able to know it's okay. But it's how intelligent, intelligent you are with your emotions and how you deal with them. That's the part that's the most impactful for our kids. And that's all that I have been trying to do in this past year. Trying to make the transition. I know they want to go through their stuff, but trying to make it for them. When you're trying to make it through your own shit is a struggle. But no matter how much life comes at you and you might want to give up and, and everything, you got to keep pushing through. Whether you have kids or not, you still got to push through and see it all the way through, you know? Um, there has been someone whom I've been um, engaging with as far as, um, you know, being in a relationship, so to say, dating. And um, I can honestly say that, you know, with this individual, he's a breath of fresh air. You know, he's, um, he's a caring individual. He has... His personality is is out of this world, but um, and I know that you know he and I have shared some things with each other, and, and I'm I'm comfortable with where we are. So I know that without a doubt, I can honestly and truly say that sometimes people come into your life when you least expect it, and I wasn't expecting him to be where he's at. You know, like how Deborah Cox said, "How did you get here? <laughs> Nobody's supposed to be here." It's, it's that, that type of situation for me. Um, you know, without saying so much, he and I have shared a lot. And we do have an understanding with each other. And um, nobody's rushing into anything. You know, nobody's saying, okay, you know, when we get in the wedding plans out, it's nothing like that. You know, we're, we're still in... We're, in my in my observation from where I stand we're still in the getting to know each other stage and I know some of y'all probably like oh that's just that's too quick you know you, you didn't heal the thing about this individual whom I'm talking about is he basically said to me he's patient and he wants to allow me that time that I need to heal in order to be you know in a better space even if things do not progress to another level with us, knowing that throughout everything that, uh, you know, he was compassionate enough to even say to me, you got to take time to heal. You got to take time to, you know, be in a better place because you don't, you don't want to get into, you don't want to jump from wrong relationship and you're still holding on or going through withdrawal from a bad divorce or a bad marriage or whatever. And this is just speaking, not just for me, but just in general. You don't ever want to take your, your, your previous shit into a new relationship. Everybody knows that. And as much as we know that, a lot of us still do it. Like, we still do it and we, we're not even aware that we're doing it. We're so oblivious to it. And to work on yourself, you gotta have time, you gotta have distance, I hate to say, but you do. And I know that there's the same, 
especially for women. The only way to get over over a man is to get under a new one. No, no, and no. And I'm saying that because that's 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 not healthy at all. That's a toxic mindset because you haven't even purged the old man out of your system, and here you go laying under a new one. And the funny thing is, um, <laughs> I was asked like how how he and I met. That's not important. The important part is we met, and the important part is we talked. And I would like to see this go further than where it is. I would also like for us to live closer to each other. But maybe it's a good thing we don't. And I had I had to look at that. Like, well, maybe it's not a good thing that we don't that that we live the distance that we live because um because maybe this distance is helping me in a sense to not be fully distracted by him all the time, every day, seven days a week, you know? And not to say that I would be up under him all the time, but as much <laughs> as much as I would like to be <laughs> in all ways, I'm just saying <laughs> I would like to be. Um, I know that probably is it's probably not the best that we are. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm still I'm still taking each day, each day, each day as it comes. You know, I'm still doing what I gotta do to make sure I'm in a good space. And um, right about now, what I can honestly and truly say, my advice to anyone, especially if you've been with someone for well over a decade, you know, almost 20 years, like me and my ex, we were together 15 years, you know. Um, we've seen each other through our, our best and through our worst. And only we understood our relationship where a lot of other people didn't understand our relationship. We understood our relationship when we were in it because it matched, kind of matched who we were. But in all honesty, there was a lot of things about us that we didn't even know. We didn't know about each other because of how we got into our marriage okay like like to keep it a buck we got into the marriage after i had our son and i wrote about that in my book diamonds blades uh behind the smiles it's all like my whole experience and everything you know from how how you know just some of the traumas that i went through growing up as a kid which basically helped a warped mind on the concepts and, and, and standards that I had for relationships or how I perceived them or what I wanted them to be. Very dysfunctional. Very, very dysfunctional. And I took all of that, all of that mess into my marriage because I had a lot of shit with me and I didn't let that shit go. Like, I didn't let it go at all. And um, I carried it with me. One of the things that the gentleman that that I speak of right now, because we've been talking for a while, um, is he's noticed just like my my you know my older brother and my two my two favorite cousins and 
they're like my well I should say my sister cousins because they're more like my sisters and my cousins and um, you know the same thing that um, one of my best friends here in Charlotte had told me is I build up a lot of masculine energy and the thing with the gentleman that that I talked to that um, that I'm that I'm I guess you could say I'm in a relationship depends on how you want to define relationship <laughs> um, is I had to be strong all the time I never had a moment to let my guard down and it was the men especially the, my ex in my life I couldn't have my feminine energy come out because they weren't strong enough or man enough to leave to, to be in that role and um, a lot of it was maybe you know not even maybe a lot of it was the things that I've seen growing up the things that I've heard and I've always had I've always had to have that 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 wall up because of who I was before how I've grown and and how interacted with me and you know he did tell me at one point he said you know you're really a sweetheart but because of all the things that you have gone through you didn't know how how to just be you and and, and how to and how to just let your hair down or as he said let a titty hang out <laughs> but I understood what he was saying and you know the last time we were together I had, I had like the most relaxing moment in my life where I didn't have to always, you know, I didn't have to, I didn't, I didn't have to be in that role like, okay, I got to take care of this, I got to take care of this, you know, and I got to do that. And he just allowed me to be free and just to be in a better state and just to relax. And, um... I know on one occasion, <laughs> I found myself like, could this actually be real? You know, and I was so caught up in that moment. Living in the moment sometimes is a blessing. And I say it's a blessing when it's a good experience at the time. And I lived in that moment with him for those few days. And... When I tell you that, when I say, <laughs> I was like, oh, let me cook him some dinner. I'm, and I'm like, do I need to clean up or do something around here? Because it was it was his presence and how he just was who he was. And that energy that I felt from him. And the safe, you know, me feeling safe, me feeling comfortable, me feeling vulnerable. I hate being vulnerable. And I hate crying. <laughs> so I'm in a vulnerable moment where I'm actually crying. I'm like, what is going on? Why is this happening? I don't like this. <laughs> I was mad at myself because I, that, that was so unfamiliar to me. And I can't say and stress enough how being 
with the right person in that moment can help you open up your eyes and your heart as to what you actually, who, who you are, what your worth is, and what you deserve and who you deserve. And for those moments, he made me feel that way. And I've never felt that. Not even, not even with my ex-husband, not with a, you know, not with any, not with the, the two, the two guys that, uh, before my ex-husband, the two guys that I've actually really loved at one point. I've never even felt that with them. And when I tell you, I didn't want to leave. Like, I, I didn't want to leave. You know, he made me breakfast one morning. I ate it and went to sleep. Didn't get up till 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That was basically, <laughs> that was almost the day. I'm like, oh, crap, I'm just not getting up. You know, and I woke up and he was he was right there. You know? didn't bother me or anything like that and he said he won't ever disturb somebody's sleep and somebody's food and the fact that he let me sleep I guess I was tired not to mention you know <laughs> he said I was snoring which that was like embarrassing but I'm like okay well I'm thinking you snore too but you know it is what it is so saying all that to say for that man who has been a part of my healing journey because whether you like it or not you've been a part of my healing journey and you have been so impactful to me even if I get so frustrated with you not having enough time for me or us not living close to each other so that we can actually spend more time with each other um, I understand that this is what it is right now not not knowing what's going to happen in the future i don't know i would like to see where it goes and i hope it goes somewhere well so anywho this segment i dedicate to you i'm not going to say your name but if you hear this you know i'm talking about you i care deeply about you so thank you um yeah, <laughs> so that's been my, my current thoughts and everything like that right now as far as my journey uh, with this divorce, you know. So, yeah, one, one major thing is I've been able to purge a lot of stuff. Me and my kids, you know, we're in a better space, especially me and my son. Um, I was so concerned about my son hating me because me and his father divorced. Because at one point, my son did not like me. My son didn't want to talk to me. My son didn't want anything to do with me. Like, at all. And that hurt me because he's my only son. Like, that's the only one God will allow me to give birth to. That's 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 the only one who have half of my DNA. That's my child who, who looks like me. And I call him my clone. And he can't stand it, but he is my clone. He looks just like me. <laughs> so my daughters um I think for them it's it's been more of making sure that I set the stage where I got to make sure they see it's okay for a woman to not stay in a toxic 
relationship or if the relationship becomes toxic you know they needed to know and see that they have to look within themselves and find their self-worth in order to be better and and they deserve better and they don't need to have that um so yeah these these this is like a reminder a reminder segment of what i've been through what i've gone through and, and where i'm off to next so where i'm off to next is trying to figure out what to do with getting my books out here on on main street platform i've, I've had some i've had some people this is the thing that i, I try to understand with with my people and i love y'all y'all get the stuff y'all read it or you lie about reading it but if you've read it you'll tell me the reviews i'm like hey leave the reviews on amazon or wherever you order it that helps me out tremendously it helps me out exponentially so if you are um, an avid reader of my stuff please 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 leave a review you know leave it on on my um instagram page for my books it's called the author you want to follow and um you know there, there's not that many posts on that page because it's just it's just only center on my books that's it my books and my podcast that's my business page um i have a facebook page it's called the author shayla and brian so follow that page if you need to I don't be on there as much as I should, which, you know, that hurts me, but I gotta, I gotta do more. And I know I gotta do better with promoting my stuff. So my next thing that I'm trying to do is getting connections with, when, with probably how to be on a major distribution. I'm gonna try to do that. I keep hearing people tell me that my books need to be movies. They need to be made into a TV show. Well, look here. The only way that's going to happen is y'all got to start putting the word out here. You know, share it. Put it out here. I can't get this stuff out here without you all helping me with that. You know, I can, I mean, helping me with the, with, with, with the word of mouth. I mean, I could do what I can on my own, just like anybody else can. If you're an able-bodied person, you got the resources, do what you got to do, because that's what I do. Um whether i help four or five people i feel like i'm serving my purpose and with that i will never apologize for and i've always said that even if i only reach a few people i'm serving my purpose i'm doing what i'm supposed to do while i'm here on this earth so before i close because i don't want this to keep going into a long drawn out thing um before i close out I do want to say that networking is important. It doesn't matter how you do it. If you use social media, make sure you use it for your benefit and not your demise. And I say that because I see so many people on here who constantly use social media as a means to to to, to bring out the worst um, in others. That's not cool. It's never been cool. Not ever going to be cool. But all I'm saying is social media has been a gift and a curse it's a gift for people making money but it's a curse when it comes down to your personal life in a sense and i was watching drink camp uh drink champs with uh when when little boozy when a uh, boozy was on it and he said something that a lot of us that a lot of us know you know social media has like i said it, it helped a lot of people with, you know, making money, but it also broke up a lot of relationships. It really has. Because he said, you know, 
to paraphrase what he said, because I can't, I can't remember what he said verbatim, but what he said was, you know, for the guys, you, you know, it, for everybody, it made us all hoes and it did, you know, because not, not only do you have, you know, your wife or, or your significant other, but now you on social media looking at other people who look better than the person that you with. And if you was at work, you had, you had your work boo, you know, then you had your side piece and then you go home to the main one, you know, but now you got social media where you see thousands and thousands of people who look better than the people that you with. And that's true. You know, it is true. And now that's why you have people sliding into DMs, you know, um, <laughs> I laugh at that because of something that happened. Um, you know, yeah, people sliding the DMs saying stuff, you know, and uh, it could be the cause of, of the breakup of, of a happy home. It could be, but that that depends on the person. See, that that's that's my other thing too. Um, you only allow what you want to happen. You know, if somebody was to pop up in your inbox or whatever, and you tell them your situation and you still want to go through with it, it's because you wanted it to happen very true and you may have wanted it to happen for various reasons okay you may have wanted it to happen because you needed a way out like you didn't know how to get out of your bad situation you may have wanted it to happen because you were bored with your current situation or you just may have wanted it to happen because you didn't give a shit either way it goes if you allow it to happen you allow it to happen sometimes those those other people coming to you sometimes people come to your life when you are not expecting it or even if you don't want it and if that happens it's for a reason it's either for a test or it's because that's your that's that's the person who you were really supposed to be with sometimes god in the universe works in certain ways and yes the devil is real the devil puts some stuff out here too but at the end of the day if you're able to take your journey, you'll be able to figure out why certain things happen and why these journeys were meant for you to happen, why these roadmaps were put in front of your face in the first place. Because at some point, it's your life, it's your journey. Sometimes you got to hit the roughest patch, go through the worst graveyard just to get through to the other side. So however things happen, the way it happens, it is what it is. We can question things all we want to, but are we going to be receptive to the things that we found out? Are we going to be receptive to the course of the road that we take, good or bad? Um, so I guess on that note, what I'll say, like I said, I'm going to be closing. What I'll say is be authentically you in every way possible. Allow doors to open when they are opening up for you. Allow yourself, allow yourself to step through and don't ever allow yourself to be succumbed to anything. Do not ever allow yourself to be shortened or afraid to take the journeys of the unknown. Allow yourself to be open to the almighty. Allow yourself to be vulnerable. Allow yourself to be loved. Allow yourself to be cared for. Allow yourself to be blessed. Allow yourself to be a blessing. Allow yourself to go through the pain and the hurt because without hurt and pain, you'll never know how to heal. You'll never know what it's like to to actually live in that abundance and have enough within you to look within yourself 
to get the courage to keep moving, no matter how hard life gets. And life is not going to get any easier for any of us. No matter the money you have, the notoriety you have, um, not even the peace that you have, there's still going to be some obstacles in your life. So make sure you do those and you have the right guide, the right lantern, and the right premise. But always keep God first. So on that note, y'all, stay blessed and breezy. Thank you.